Hello, dear starshines. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a, another edition of the Lunchtime Chats. Ah, we'll give everybody a moment to get on board. Uh, in the meantime, for those of you who are new listening to this recording, my name is Christina and I am an acceleration expert. That is a consciousness acceleration expert. And we are, we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us star seeds, way showers, and new paradigm visionaries. We have capacities, we have abilities that are not necessarily embraced by our larger human family. Therefore, we have very unique perspectives about the kinds of things going on in this beautiful, amazing, chaotic, changing world that we are in right now. So I am here to do to the best of my ability to provide a liberated perspective to these challenges and hopefully to help you navigate the um, these chaotic, confusing times with, uh, with sovereignty, with grace, and hopefully with some level of ease <laughs> where possible. Hello, dear brother Starshine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Go ahead, say hi. Let me know you're here. Hey, you made it live right for the beginning. That's awesome, Darren. Good to see you. Um, we have um, very interesting things to talk about to touch on today. But before I get into the topics, I want to say happy solstice to all of you. I hope everybody had some time and space to sit with themselves and meditate and reflect on, um, on this moment in time. This is a rhythm within the solar cycle, and this is a very um, poignant moment within that solar cycle because this is where the old solar cycle, that is the previous year, that sun sets and the sunrise is the beginning of a brand new solar cycle, so a brand new year, so to speak. So the kinds of things you are aware of, your intentions, desires, fears, whatever, are very important because they are, let's say the, um, you know, the interdimensional doorways are wide open for your inner self to, to connect with all that is, and you can amplify and broadcast in a much stronger, more potent way, what it is you want to desire for uh, yourself and humanity to bring into your experience during this next solar cycle. I know um, I shared this, where did I share this? Like I shared this link in the community. There's um, a global uh, peace initiative start that's going all day today. And they're calling for uh, everybody to spend time um, they say praying for peace. I don't necessarily agree with that kind of frame up, but um, what I would say is that it's a wonderful moment to sit with what it is for you to be in peace, to know peace within oneself. And that is a perfect segue for the kinds of topics that I'm going to bring up for today. Okay, so I, I wrote a few things down because things were coming up in our in our labs and our clinic in the academy, and uh, folks were like, "Ooh, write this down, write this down, so we can talk about it." Um, so, yeah, so there's a one very strong, strong message that continually is repeating itself, and that is focus all of your energies and letting go of the old. Now. And I don't, and and I know we might hear this and say, oh yeah, it's a time to let go, la 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 la. But because this is coming in the way that it's coming in with strength, and with resounding, it has a resounding echo to it. Um, that is indicating to me that we need to let that go very deep inside of us. It's not just a surface level awareness of what it is you need to let go, but it's really to dig deep, look within um, and really get to the bottom, the deepest that you can get to recognize what's important for you to let go of the old. And also because it's coming in the way that's coming in, I have this feeling, this um, sense arising that it's really, really important for us to um, 
let go of how things used to be in many different ways um, in order for us to be less susceptible for manipulations that are getting that the ground is getting laid for um, right now because as we know the powers that be beyond you know there's the there's the let's say the organic natural cosmic flow of life and then there's overlays upon that and there's certain powers that be that have overlays that are um, I want to say destructive and and are not necessarily able to make this leap into this next this next place in our evolution so therefore it's like you know they're going down they're you know fighting to the end so to speak uh so uh this thing about holding on to the past and how things used to be we really i want to examine this a little bit more in our chats today so we can um perhaps discover something that we are attached to that we didn't know we were attached to perhaps or maybe um we can uh recognize how certain things that we are attached to get leveraged how we can recognize we're being leveraged stuff like that so welcome 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 to the conversation. Hello, dear sister Beverly. Please let me know if the sound is okay. Um, I know I'm not wearing my headset, uh, but this is an inside uh, breeze, breezy, quiet place. So our non-breezy, quiet place. So I'm hoping the sound is okay. Please let me know. I, I can't put my headset on if it's better. Um, hello, dear sister. Behind my eyes and storylines. Good to see you, Starshine. Hi, Sherry. Happy solstice to you as well. Okay, good. Thank you, Beverly, for letting me know that. Awesome. All right, so letting go of the past, solar cycles. Okay, I have to talk a little bit about lunar cycles as well within this. So in the chats of the past several months, I've been talking a lot about ancestral work, ancestral healing and the importance of it. So there's the importance of it as far as we carry those ancestral patterns within our bio suit. And therefore, that's kind of like that's the, the deck of cards, so to speak, that we have to play in this life unfoldment. And uh, there and that the more we can heal and bring forgiveness to these different aspects, woundings within our ancestry that liberates us. In a way, it kind of like gives us aces in our deck, so to speak, um, depending on what card game you're playing, of course. Uh, and then there's also uh, the significance of clearing um, the ancestral wounding so we can have more space and clarity and assistance in that next nesting doll of the invisible world that we open to as our psychic, psychic intuitive abilities develop. And then, of course, there's the, um, the soul's journey part because there is a um, an understanding that you know the ancestral patterns that we chose to get incarnated through also have a resonance within our soul's journey as well so as we heal and clean up things within our ancestry we're also liberating things on our soul's journey and through our kasha and beyond so ancestor uh, work you know goes very deep and has been a major theme in the chats um, and it is in a lot of ways culminating to our here and now um, solar cycle because all that work we've done, we've gained a lot of um, a lot of, I want to say, ancestral support um, for this moment here. So when we're reflecting, we can, and when we're um, going deep inside of ourselves, we have, we can call on a lot of help, a lot of different kinds of space to be held for us so we can get to deeper places we normally wouldn't get to. And, and it's really helpful to have beings that have a vested interest in you liberating yourself. Um, right now, there is a lot of concern about the war, the wars, plural, going on on this planet. And, uh, you know, I try not to talk much about that because to me, in the understanding that I have of us as multidimensional beings, is that, you know, these wars are a result of our collective inner battle that we have going on. We are born 
with a lot of um, you know unresolved ancestral stuff. Therefore, in a, in a lot of ways, we're we're born already poised to be in battle with ourselves. And the more we push things away and make things wrong and you know do all these things, the the more strife is held more that polar that more of that polarity um uh intensity is held within us and we have a society that does this and therefore we have societies plural cultures plural that say it's okay to to go to war it's okay to drop bombs on people it's okay to to have innocent bystanders it's okay to you know have a reason to cause mass destruction and I'm of the, the percep perception that it's never okay to do that. It's never okay to do that. And if we do feel like we need to do that, there's a lot of very close examination that needs to happen with all parties. And of course, our leadership is not necessarily caring about this. Um, our leadership is more about, you know, making profits and keeping control. What's great is that more of us are waking up to this game. Um, and, but what is interesting is that what, what I'm realizing now, especially with the La Cucaracha dance that came onto the scene, I feel like now that was paving the way to strengthen the, the, the conflict so they can, so um, the momentum can be turned into more war, like external battles and stuff like this. So um, I'm saying this so we can take this very seriously into our own inner practice at this time because the solar cycle that's coming many people talk about this and I, I don't like to talk about what's to come because for me our what's to come is all decided about how we show up in our here and now <laughs> right so but there are um there are probabilities or timelines that start to thicken in the mists of of potential and um, and there are some very clear thickenings in the midst of potential that's coming into my awareness, and 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 this is something that um, I want to try to bring into your guys's awareness without planting it the seed in such a way where you're going to contribute into creating some of these timelines. I would prefer that um, you guys, you know, really take the here and now moment very seriously and work it to the best of your ability now and then see, let what, what the timeline you're on be a surprise, let it be a reveal. Um, because when we do deep inner work, it does absolutely show in our external world. And, you know, there's a, a quote by Gandhi that gets repeated over and over again. I used to say it all the time. In fact, it's my tagline in my email, and it's um, be the change. And that is a, a segment out of a larger quote, which is be the change you want to see in the world. And this is something that is absolutely the truth, but has been trivialized by, you know, different circles, spiritual circles. <laughs> and um, but we need to bring it back to that. You know, there's all these circles that want to pray for peace and they're praying for perhaps an external peace, not realizing that this, the reality of this external conflict is something that is inside of here. And, the, and I said this in a couple of chats, I'm going to say it again because it's really important that we recognize that our world is highly polarized and there's overlays and, you know, um, complementary opposites, the polarity fields, that is how reality does work here, but there's overlays that supercharge distortions. So if you're in one side or the other, you're locked in the distortion. And this war-peace polarity is something in a distortion. What changes the polarity is not exaggerating one side or the other, but it is finding the third point in the dynamic what is the third point in the dynamic and that is forgiveness 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 and if we listen very closely to the narratives particularly of the ones going on in um, the middle east on why either side is completely justified in the battle that they're in 
we will see that it's rooted in pain, it's rooted in trauma, it's rooted in vengeance, it's rooted in an eye for an eye attitude. And again, to quote Gandhi, if an eye for an eye was the truth, the whole world would be blind. And this is, this is in resonance for sure for me. I mean, you guys can check in with you. Is that something that resonates for you? If it is, this is an excellent gateway to start in your reflection. And that's because a lot of us don't want to admit how we are at war with ourselves and how we are inside of ourselves willing to cause harm. So a great example would be, you know, getting back at somebody who's done something terrible for to you or you know there's some sort of trauma that was inflicted upon you and now you want to get back at them sometimes getting back means holding 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 back love sometimes getting back means just cutting them completely out of your life and tossing tossing their existence to the to the curb sometimes getting back at is you know um triangulating talking to all these other people so they have a bad attitude towards that person now every human does this in some way and i know the all in the all in um you know to use uh extremes like that is is not necessarily uh the most accurate way to put it but i am putting in this this way so you guys don't don't think it's okay to exclude yourself out of this dynamic because it's not true and if you're the stronger you you sit inside of yourself that it is true then you know that's your own stubbornness getting in the way of creating deeper peace inside of yourself okay hello darlings hello hello carol hello tony good to see you guys so this is a wonderful moment to take this deeper and i would recommend if you don't know where to go in taking this deeper Make a list of all the people, all the beings, all the scenarios, all the groups that you perceive having done harm to you personally or having done harm to humanity in general or having done harm to a particular group of people you identify with. Make a list of that. And then bring all of those individuals slash groups on your list okay one by one bring them all into a multi-dimensional forgiveness practice okay now i say multi-dimensional forgiveness practice because it's not just a matter of saying oh i forgive you or oh i want to forgive you no 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 you need to open up the fields beyond time and space work in concert with your ancestors work in concert with your with your spirit guide team with your entourage team work in concert with the inner cosmos universe and call on forgiveness call on forgiveness to transpire between you and your people and the other that is perceived as causing harm okay this practice will take you much much more deep than you know just sitting there and uh <laughs> and just saying i forgive you i forgive you or will you forgive me you know it's like it's more than the willingness it's actually summoning the energy we have this capacity as multi-dimensionals and you know a lot of a lot of this includes religious groups um there are many, many sects within humanity that has had great harm in their experience based off of religious motivations. Um, a very recent one, well, we have a, a recent one right now going on, but even before that, you know, there was that there was the genocide that happened in uh, in Africa. Uh, I think it was between the Mahouts and the Tutsis, both Islamic but both different sects of Islam and they were did awful atrocities to each other. And then we have um, the massacres that happened in Bosnia and that was the Catholic Serbs ethnically cleansing, so to speak, that area. And they were, they committed terrible atrocities to innocent men, women, and children. And um, the way they 
found peace was they divided the country. So it's not Bosnia anymore, it's Bosnia and Herzegovina, one country, but two sections, a Catholic section and an Islamic section. So, you know, you can bring in larger uh, groups like this. Then you, then of course you have all the terrible things that different, um, the Catholic church has done from the inquisition to the pedophilia, blah, 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 blah. I don't need a list it. You guys already know all this stuff. I'm bringing this up because it's really, really important that we get real with ourselves because what we're not willing to own, take responsibility for what we're not willing to look at and acknowledge is, is a weak spot where it can be leveraged against us to manipulate us into doing something we normally wouldn't do. Okay. And this is what we saw unfold in the Lukukaracha dance that, that the world was dancing for a while and still is dancing in certain places. And this dance is, you know, using people's Achilles heels where they had to uh, concede and give in to things that they normally would not do. They, it broke families apart. It broke spiritual circles apart. It broke, you know, uh, what used to be peaceful neighborhoods apart. You know, there's a lot of communities that became fractured from the steps of this dance. And, you know, and that's all because there were things inside people weren't able to own and take responsibility for, and therefore it became leverage. It became leverage to push people into a corner to make a decision they normally wouldn't make. Um, and it, during this time from, from today for the next week is the opportunity to use the celestial positions, the celestial alignments to take this intention of bringing forgiveness deep, 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 deep into your being and through your ancestry throughout time and space. Okay. Um, because there is still this feeling in the collective. So I haven't been in the U S for a while. I'm in the U S now. And now that I'm back here, I can feel this feeling in the collective where people are longing just for things to go, go back to normal. They just want it to go back to normal, whatever normal was for them. And there's this undercurrent that, that I'm, that I sense it's really strong that, um, that, you know, no, Kansas has gone bye-bye. There is no going back. There is no normal. We are just going to go more into chaos and change. And there is no going back to how things were. And if we're not, you know, ready for that, you know, then, you know, as a collective, then we're going to do things we normally wouldn't do, wouldn't be willing to do to thinking we can achieve that. But if we really let that go, that idea go, let the tethers to that go, then there'll be one less point that can be used to manipulate us. I hope this is making sense the way I'm saying it. I'm trying to lay it out in a very uh, <laughs> understandable way because the way I'm seeing it, it's it's very, well, it's shocking, actually. It's it's very shocking. Um, it took me a couple days to settle in. And now that I've been here uh, for, what, for three, four days, um, it's it's a little overwhelming to my own system to to recognize these different these different loops. We had some wonderful um, cleansings and, and clearings go on within the within the light body community, and that um, was very helpful for for me to settle in here, and and just perceive what's what's going on. Um, there's so much there's so much happening here. You know, so this time is like a balance between spending time with the people you love and and appreciating what is um, what you have and the connections, true connections, ones that really feel good. OK, that help you feel rooted in this reality. And then there's this then you, that needs to be harmonized and balanced with this crucial personal time to dive deep and reflect. And if you are in a family or community that that utilizes ceremony, right, in this, then, you know, all the better. 
because then your close connections, we can all come together in some sort of focused intent um, to, to let go, to do whatever the process is that you're being called to. I, I know that there's many people doing cacao ceremonies during this time. Um, there's also people doing um, different kinds of plant medicine ceremonies. Uh, you know, whatever your, whatever your jam is, you know, I'm very simple. I just like to, I, my, my love language is I spend time with you. <laughs> you know, we spend time together. We laugh together. We enjoy, we enjoy each other's company. That's, that's my love language. So, so that's what I'm offering for, for being up here with my family. Um, uh, but you know, there's also the spiritual family and we connect in that way. And we, and we, uh, you know, find great value in the sum of our parts because the sum of our parts as a community is much greater than, you know, is much greater than, than that. Um, we are able to, to go into places, touch frequencies that normally cannot be touched individually. And this is where we're going as, as humanity grows. It's just, we need to have the, the scaffolding set up to support that. And right now the scaffolding is set up to enhance our divides, to enhance our separations, you know, and uh, that stuff is falling away. And I also get this feeling that many humans are terrified of this and they also are going to fight tooth and nail to try to keep it. And unfortunately, that's where the big pain points come in. That's where the momentum for war gets held. You know, um, so uh, these polarity games are fascinating. Uh, you can I can spend many hours talking about them and the different angles that I see going on. Um, just know that there are there's the natural polarity, which is, you know, you work with energies that are in contrast to each other, <laughs> you know, to create things that are in your heart, soul, mind to create. Um, to use your creative energies, to bring beauty, harmony, you know, expression, that kind of thing. But then there's this distortion polarity, which is all about the battle of who's right and who's wrong. And that is, that's, that's where a lot of people are um, really struggling to, to find their place. And of course, the, um, the collective field that's influenced with electronics and media and stuff like this is already bought and leveraged in a certain way that's going to hold that distortion in place. Um, so I would say even after you, you know, find a place for these things that I'm talking about, unplug for a while too. you know, see how long you can go without plugging, without, you know, turning the TV on or how long you can go without, without watching the news. Many of us here are awake and have unplugged from the news, but there are some that aren't because there's a, they've convinced themselves that they need to be informed. And it's funny because I never watch the news and I'm informed in certain ways. And how am I informed in certain ways? The good old fashioned way. Someone wants to talk to me about it. Someone brings it up in a conversation or they, they forward me something. Oh, Hey, did you see this? Um, la, 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 you know, um, so this is, you know, <laughs> so if it's really important, you'll find out, trust me, <laughs> trust me, trust me, you're not, and I don't say that very often, you will find out though, if it's important that you will find out. Um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm in this deep reflective place. It's really difficult to, to, um, switch gears here, um, but uh, it's important that, that I do that so this can land in a place that's very useful for you guys. Uh, there is a lot of um, intensities that are very, that are in the unseen, that are so close to being in our reality. So I can say that there are, you know, a series of, of three major intensities that are teed up, so to speak, for humanity to experience on a collective level. So, um, and this piece that I'm talking about, letting go of the past and really making peace inside yourself via the forgiveness, this is going to set us up in such a way where as these things start to come into our reality and into our awareness, it won't be as um, 
hard hitting. Okay, it won't be as hard hitting. Because right now I'm, you know, I'm staying, I'm staying at my my youngest daughter's place, and she uh, is a very interesting young young lady. She really does exist outside of time and space. She rarely knows what day it is or what time it is, and it's really a miracle that someone her age, in this stage of life, is able to pull something like that off. Usually it's only when you're older and you have certain things in place where you're able to uh, design your life to be that way. But, uh, but she lives in it like full on. And, uh, and I have to say, I'm I, I, stepping into her, her dwelling. It's like, I, in a way, I resonate with it so easily. But in another way, I feel like I'm kind of like <laughs> I'm, I'm disoriented at the same time. It's, it's very interesting. And I bring this up because, you know, we are all very sensitive. We don't we don't we don't necessarily appreciate how sensitive we are. And when we are forcing ourselves to go into something or we're around people that we know are not that it's not good for us, but we have to because of A, B and C, we are impacted. We are absolutely impacted by that. And it's not about having stronger boundaries or shields or whatever. It's that this is our true nature as humans to be very sensitive to each other, to be, um, you know, to notice each other, to really see each other, feel each other in all these different ways. And, uh, and so once we really embrace that as a value in our life moving forward, we'll make different decisions, different decisions on who and how we engage in this reality, but also how we take care of ourselves. You know, um, there's a lot of narratives, we'll say in the religious world and the new age world and spiritual, I'll just say spiritual world in general, that, um, are completely bass backwards and they don't really help empower us as multidimensional beings. And here's the thing, and, and I've, I've talked about this before, but it's been a while since I've talked about it. So I'll just bring it up here again. Waking up to your multidimensional nature might at first look like a spiritual practice, but that quickly falls away once you awake through certain nesting dolls of your reality. And that's because the inception that influences and distorts our reality goes through many nesting dolls, including our connection to self, big S self, the capital S self, the creator self. Okay. This is why religions were able to take hold in the way that they are. This is why as we evolve, we intuitively sense there's a big difference between being spiritual and being religious. <laughs> big difference between those two things. Right. So, and then, and then the next level, the, you know, cause the lies differ in every level. The next level is now there's lies within the spiritual community that we take on as the truth. And then we hold ourselves to this unrealistic measure. And that keeps us down because we're constantly comparing our progress to this unrealistic measure. It's not gonna, it's not helping you. If anything, it's showing you how you're not enough. You see what I mean? That's an inceptive, that's a very inceptive program. So even in the spiritual circles, there's a lot of um, really uh, uh, backwards distortions. So as you wake up in the multidimensional level of who you are, you step out of those spiritual belief systems and teachings because now you can truly orientate to how things are for you in moment to moment real time, right? And of course, you've transcended the religious teachings because you understand that, you know, the, the, the spirit of creators inside of you, you are, you hold the spark of creation within. There's no church that you have to go to or no uh, clergy that you have to go to that's the, the intermediary of that, right? Um, we're not truly born as sinners. That's a program. We're not truly um, a plague on this planet. That's a program. See, the, the, you know, all that stuff. So as we wake up to our multidimensional nature, we speak about things in very different ways. And it, and for certain people that are in belief systems, it's going to rub them the wrong way. And this is what I experience in a lot of spiritual circles. It's like there's certain perceptions, awarenesses that I'm acutely aware of. And I, you know, and I work with um, finding a right relationship to that, um, really challenge someone who's in a devout spiritual practice. Um, 
even the like the star knowledge uh, talk of the different star people that we're involved with. I have a very different relationship to all those things because I have experiences that that are teaching me about how to become right relationship and the kinds of teachers that come into my world, very unorthodox. The, I mean, there's things that I talk about that's totally like, what? I've never heard that before. It's like, because these are teachings coming from deep within my own nature, you know, and my teachers brought that. They were really about me figuring out my nature and how to get the wisdom from within me and, and navigate my reality like that versus externally referencing all the time. The external reference is helpful when it's validating something that I'm already working with. You know, and some of these things are really kind of crazy that that come up. Um, and one of them was, uh, I don't know. Well, for those of you guys that have been listening for a long time, about, yeah, I'd say about three, four years ago, I went down this rabbit hole with electricity and how electricity is an enslaved consciousness and that every time we turn on a light or work electronic or something like that, we are contributing into the matrix pattern of enslavement. Okay. And uh, I know that was really out there and it's like people didn't really have a reference of what I was talking about, but now several years later, it comes full circle and I'm visiting that, that guidance again. And I'm like, yeah, you know, what's really difficult for humans to wake up to is the level of um, enslavement we can, that we collude with. We say yes to because our science, our, you know, all the different structures that tell us that things are a certain way. None of that is actually true. The only way forward, and I, I very rarely say only, okay, because I feel like there's, you know, a million ways to skin a cat here. No offense, Mo. Um, that's the cat that's sitting over here. <laughs> um, but open source code, free energy, um, things flowing freely from one person to the other. This is how we move forward in our next evolutionary step. This is how we find the right relationship to these really um, um, what we might call crisis moments that humanity is facing, you know? Um, and of course, you, you know, this is something that goes against a lot of the distortions within reality. Like you have intellectual licensing, you have ownership of certain spiritual teachings, you have ownership of electricity, you have ownership of this technology and suppression of that technology. And, you know, uh, a great example would, I heard a story about um, Bruce Lipton. Guys, Bruce Lipton, you guys know, he's the guy that has um, done all that research study with epigenetics. And he's the one who discovered that a cell um, is not actually governed by the the DNA in the center of the nucleus. It's actually governed by the behaviors governed by its outer bilipid layer. And that your thoughts, your beliefs, your attitudes, all this stuff holds a field for your cell. And that is how your cell decides what to bring in and what to let out is by the state of your being. Okay, completely blows out of the water the previous scientific model. Yet the college that he was in um, tenure with, he was not allowed to teach these new concepts to his students because it went against the, the accepted structure. You see what I mean? So it's like there's these ownerships that are declared and that, you know, um, creates disruption and uh, uh, distorted perspectives. It perpetuates ignorance versus if everything was free flowing, ideas were free flowing, uh, creativity was free flowing, uh, uh, money or well, resources, I would say, electricity, all this stuff, then we would have no need to contain and own these ideas. And we would just let it all flow freely and be enamored with each other's depth of creativity. Okay, this is where we're going, but you can see how deeply embedded these structures are within our systems. Your own body might be react reacting to what I'm saying right now. Okay, that's because there's deeply, there's things still buried very deep in our subconscious that are holding things in place. You know, the spiritual lineages, I'm going to pick on those a bit, are, are extremely guilty of this. And that is because there's this, there's certain ideas that are acceptable and then there are ideas that are not. And my question is, who is the one who decides what's acceptable, <laughs> right? Um, it's like, cause there's people that take 
teachings from profound beings don't see the full scope of what's being taught. They only understand a small segment of what's being taught. And they go on to regurgitate that instead of authentically sharing. And then that little snippet in its truncation and distortion gets repeated over and over and over and over again. And now that is that little snippet in its distortion is the prevailing idea through the spiritual communities. You see how that happens? It happens a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, you know, ever since I awoke to these different multidimensional aspects of myself, I immediately became completely turned off by ceremonies. I used to love ceremony. I, I ran ceremonies for many years. I loved, loved ceremonies. People loved my ceremonies. I mean, it was a wonderful experience. And then I woke up to these other levels and I was like, wow, something's really off about this. And I couldn't get myself excited or motivated or passionate about running any kind of ceremony. And it's very few and far between that I choose to go to different ceremonies. Um, and most of them I'm not completely um, satiated with, you know, because there's because of these pieces, these distortions. Um, but there there are here and there are some really beautiful ceremonies that are, are done. And it's because that person is doing it from their authentic nature inside. They're not regurgitating. They are in the moment with the energy speaking to it. And those those rock my world. I love those ceremonies. Unfortunately, they happen few and far between. But anyway, um, you know, so again, these pieces of distortions all have to get shook out. And what we're holding the, the level that we're holding at holding on to it is going to get shook. It's not if it's when. OK, so we can get ahead of this jarring by really being honest with ourselves and deeply examining these pieces, what keeps us from um, coming from an authentic place inside, what keeps us from being at peace with, with um, something inside of ourselves. Maybe it's something life dealt for us. Maybe it's just the scenario of the family that we're in. Maybe it's, you know, the state of the world. Maybe it's, you know, uh, the rules of the country you're living in or, you know, whatever it may be. We can use those pieces to take them inside and get deeper peace through forgiveness, through letting go. And then we are more flexible and able to move. So when those deep challenges come up, we can move with them rather than getting jarred by them because the jarring causes a sense of trauma, which hits our victimhood, which is even more difficult to get over. Trauma is deep. Trauma goes deep. It goes through our lineages, right? So when we are jarred by a spiritual lesson, it's hitting on ancestral patterns that are, you know, harsh, intense, okay? So I'm not saying this to sound threatening. I'm saying this that, you know, it's in your interest to go into these levels and really look. It's in our interest to align our rhythms with that of the solar cycle and really let that solar cycle uh, uh, give us the momentum, okay, to, to realign ourselves to these, to these cycles that we're in. There is a, um, a very interesting inception pattern that has been brought to my awareness that has to do with the um, the 13 cycle in relation to the 12 cycle. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what I'm talking about. And and it's it's kind of like throwing a wrench into the works, and then we are our subconscious and our bodies are now in need of harmonizing this wrench. When really this wrench is not necessarily in its natural place within the cycle. Okay. So as we align into these solar cycles, as we align into the, um, the rhythms of what the sun is doing in relationship to this reality, um, we can, we can uh, close the opening, so to speak, for those wrenches to get put in there. And then, then we don't have to deal with them. We don't have to digest them, you know, 
Mm. All right. I know I'm, ta I'm, I'm, I'm going over, I'm going to different places here, but it's difficult to, to really hammer this in. <laughs> Hammering is probably not the right word, but it's, it's difficult to get this piece in. Um, you guys let me know. You let me know how this is landing and if this is, um, if you're able to work with it. If, if not, I can, I can see if there's a different perspective to talk about this. Um, mm, yeah. Okay. I'll give you guys a minute. See if, if you guys have something to say. So let's see, there was another piece in here that we needed to talk about. Let me, let me look at it. This came forward in a lab, I think. Okay, so that that is um, it's in the vein of letting go and dealing with the deep grief that stops us from truly looking at and giving the command within ourselves to let go. Because um, who we think we are is attached to a lot of these pieces. And it's scary to lose touch with who you think you are. And this is really, really um a vestige this is a vestige of the old paradigm that's really important for us to let go because once we let go of the who we think we are we're more available to our authentic self when more and we're more available to be real in the moment when things are happening um, another level on why this is so important is because like you know how we take in knowledge there's all this knowledge the internet there's there's wisdom i don't know about wisdom but there's all this information 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 and people gobble up information right we're gobbling up this information and there's there's like an identity we have with gobbling up this information and maybe we take on the identity of the conspiracy theorist maybe we take on the identity of the renegade maybe we take on the identity of the righteous one who's going to speak truth to the ignorant masses blah 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 right and we get a little sad, a little bit of a satisfaction or even a sense of duty playing these roles, okay? But here's the thing, all this information, until it's like really integrated into your being and it's changing how you actually be inside of yourself, okay? It's not authentic. It's not authentic until that happens. And, and this information is all different spectrums. It's a lot of it's conflicting. A lot of it's incepted. A lot of it is neither here nor there. A lot of it is emotionally charged stuff. You know, it's coming from other people's universes that maybe aren't in congruency with our own inner universe. You know, it's just coming, 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 and it's overwhelming and it keeps us from being really in the here and now. So, when we let go of the who we think we are, the the duties, the the calls, the, all this thing, all these things, and we focus on how we be, what starts to happen is that instead of uh, being overwhelmed with information or having your bandwidth of attention consumed with taking in this information, instead what happens is that you become activated, and this is a very big difference. Becoming activated is different than taking in information and digesting, okay? Taking in information digestion takes a lot of energy. It takes the time and energy to take in the information, to listen to it, to read it or whatever. And then there's the contemplation and then there's this and then there's that, right? But to get activated, that is activating an energy pattern inside of you. It's activating a DNA dance inside of you. And now you are forever changed with that activation. Okay. The rub is, is that the activation occurs and now you need to honor the truth inside and align your life style to accommodate that activation. You see what I mean? Very different things. One is very mind heavy and the other one is just your your energy your core being heavy okay your core being let's call it your spirit your heart catches on with your spirit very close you know boom here it is right they're they're very sympathetic to each other then it's the mind to get in alignment it's the who you think you are to get in the, the alignment that is how 
that is potential for reality moving forward is activating instead of informing okay the informing is so like i said so chaotic it's so manipulated it's like really heavy takes a lot of energy blah 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 but if we really pay attention and take care of carve out a space for us for how we be we get activated we get activated we get activated and now it's not a big effort to take in all this overwhelm. It's now about changing your life. And then other people are doing the micro movements they need to do to change their lives, to, to accommodate their activations. And then that quickly domino affects the entire collective. Okay. And that is how wars end. That is how systems can crumble because we are being activated. And then we are adapting the, the, the change in value system because of that activation. Okay. It's an inside out change, literally. So, um, so there's a few different ways to go, like I said, to go about it. But if we start with really letting go of those structures of who we think we are, of the parts of us that want vengeance or to get back at or want to be right about something or, you know, dominate or whatever, we really get into the groove with that and call on our ancestors and help bring summon forgiveness frequencies in those dynamics in our subconscious that's going to set the stage for us to be in the right position just in the perfect place for these activations to occur from within and we can make the life changes we need to make to accommodate okay mm -hmm. okay there we go i was able to get to get that part out excellent thank you guys <laughs> we must have shifted all right so you know and I remember when I was younger, I would um, I would feel a, like a lightning strike, a spiritual lightning socket come and I'd be kind of fearful. I would want it, but then be afraid of it at the same time, because, you know, it usually meant I have to change everything about my life. Um, but now it's like I'm like, bring it on, bring it on, because right now, as things are, it's like I I'm, I'm not necessarily pleased to be in this particular collective right now. It's like it's really difficult to see all this, to to be among this, this suffering that people are in, you know, um, this it's more than that. It's it's confusion. It's a field of confusion, a field of chaos with undertones of resentment, undertones of like being at the edge of completely losing it. You know, we went we went to this beautiful um, it was a Christmas uh, Christmas lighting uh, walk through an arboretum. Absolutely gorgeous. And there's families everywhere, but you can feel the collective of the families. It's like they were there. They were trying to make the best out of it. They wanted to have a good time. But there was this underlying um, tension that was in the group and, and and you know i was i was with a family but i was you know feeling with, with all these other ones and it was like the older people there were were just grateful that they were there with their families you know they're they're in a very different perspective but then you know the the ones that are active in the world like really like working and taking care of babies and all this stuff there's you can feel that stress there was like a heaviness here but wanting to be light, you know, there's heaviness, but wanting to be light, <laughs> you know what I mean? So people are really busy and, and distracted. And this activation piece that I'm talking about, I feel like is a brilliant solution to the problem because people have only so much bandwidth, you know, and it's not realistic to say, okay, I'm going to completely quit the, 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 my livelihood that things that are, you know, paying all the bills and making my life comfortable and making opportunities for my family. And I'm going to just do something else. That's not a very realistic option for people. Now, when they have no choice and, and their back is against the wall, then they'll be forced to make that decision. And maybe they'll make it in that direction. Maybe they won't. But with this activation piece that I'm talking about, it's something that just happens. It's like you're walking along the street and all of a sudden, ta-da, something turns on inside. You're like, whoa, like a realization, epiphany happens, right? Or you wake up one day and you just feel completely different. So, so in a way, this activation piece is, brill is a brilliant, it's a stroke of brilliance from creation. When I say creation, that's the spark that is inside of each of you. That, that spark inside of each of you 
has a creative brilliance that's beyond what uh, the powers that be, the controllers that be, um, have access to, which is really cool. But again, you know, there's those that are holding on to the old and there's those that are making way for the new. The more we make this change inside of ourselves, the more grace and ease for the new to come in. The more the holding on to the old, the more strife, the more the more inside internal war battle goes on. How long that's going to be, who knows? It's hard to say. But what can be, what, what's palpable is that when you have a group of people that are very successful and they're having all their needs met and they're soaring and their creativity and creating beauty. And you have a group of people that are in extreme suffering that, you know, are, are um, being, they're deeply invested in the desperation program. It's only a matter of time before they start to come over and want to take over this program, you know, this, this stuff over here. Right. So it's not okay to say, well, screw them. That's their, their, they're just being ignorant. It's not okay to say that because they're in the same ocean you're in. You guys, we're all in the same, we're all sharing this reality together, you know, to say, you know, out with them and in with us and oh, well, no, 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 no. We need to still pay attention to what's happening over here. We need to still engage with them. We still need to be woven into the reality, so to speak, okay? We are needed, our presence is needed even more in those realities. So I hope you guys can feel what I'm saying with that, you know, because there is a tendency to want to be like, I'm out of here, go somewhere else, you know. In some ways, people can accuse me of doing this because I decided to move south of the border. But really, my decision to go south of the border was for a few reasons. One is to help facilitate this life transition I'm in, but also to reinform my energy in a different way. Because where I feel like I am going on a personal level, that energy signature is in resonance of that. Okay, so so I would say that outside looking in, it can be claimed that I'm doing that, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm reinforming my, my energy in a different way so I can get to a different place than what I've gone to working in this other reality. Um, so... I hope everybody is able to digest what I'm talking about here and find their place inside where it is they're going to reflect and dive deep and, and bring their invoke that forgiveness into themselves. And in that find deep peace, grow a peaceful garden inside. At, you know, this being at the beginning of the new solar cycle, this momentum will continue for the whole next cycle. So that's why it's such an important moment to do it. Embracing this, the, the cycles that we're in is very potent. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to check in. Nope, no, no, all right, no. You guys must be multitasking or something. <laughs> All right, darlings. Well, I hope everybody finds some time in this solstice to go within, do this work. Please, I hope you also um, really enjoy the people around you, your connections. You find um, love and rootedness within your closest circles. Um, this is a excellent, excellent time to be alive on this in this realm in this reality. Uh, so I don't mean to say if I was sounding doom and gloom, I don't mean to, it's supposed to be promising, supposed to be uplifting <laughs> in my, in my view, it's uplifting anyway. Um, so with all that said, thank you everybody for giving me your precious attention for this chat. Um, if you guys are wanting to join into our community and do your part of building a strong energy field and coming into your own um, your own self as a multidimensional human. I encourage you guys to check out our Light Body Essentials program. That's three meetings a month. And it's, a, it's an ongoing subscription where we meet and, and do these practices to, to, uh, to, well, to activate our multidimensional nature and to practice how to navigate 
this human reality in that nature. So that's at lightbodyacademy.com. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We shall see you next time. Bye-bye.